Salutations and shit, motherfuckers. This is D. Carry. I'm back. It's another week. <laughs> happy uh, Happy Thursday, because this was uh, released on Thursday. So we're back at the Beats on Film Network Studios. And I have a guest this week. Hi, guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? I was waiting for, for you to see if you were going to mess my name up. No. Uh, yeah, I'm Anthony Sanagate. I'm a creative director uh, from Beaufort, South Carolina. Um, living in Brooklyn. Welcome. Nice to be here. <laughs> my first podcast. This is brand new for the kids. Lovely shirt. They can't see it, but huh? Oh my, my Ric Flair shirt. Yep. It was like two dollars. Be the um, man. You got to beat the man. You know? I know nothing of well, Ric Flair. You should I learn. Just knew he was a wrestler. It's a nature boy, man. He's the original. He's it the was two dollars, and Ooh. it's um, it's cute. So it's a great shirt. I bought it for uh, these kinds of days. What? Is, why are we watching people do teeth? It looks so gross. Their teeth look terrible. Okay, so we're to- I'm totally digressing. God. A little bit, yeah. That's <laughs> that's why you don't look at somebody's shit over their yeah, shoulder, right? Like nosy people. <laughs> but it's just random yeah, teeth. This is what nosy needs to get you. It's not your teeth. What you worry about? <laughs> okay, so today, uh, well, first, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, travel and Shit is your new favorite podcast about travel, more so the things that were learned from travel as opposed to the how I did it of travel. This week, I am going to be discussing uh, travel tech and business travel and the end shit of such with Anthony. (laughs) So let's just jump into it because my man's a type A. So he's got uh, quite a few bullets. You you are. I just want to be prepared. There are. So. Yeah, that's fine. That this is type A. And it's nothing wrong with being a type A personality. You can't see that. No, that's, yeah. But at (laughs) some point they will, because we're going to go Facebook Live. Oh, if you don't know, um, on generally Tuesdays, um, that's the day I record the podcast, we do a Facebook Live. So you can be part of the podcast by tuning in to um, us on Facebook. It'll be, um, there's no Facebook page for the podcast. Um, it's just my personal Facebook page. Um, yeah, it's my personal Facebook page. So if somebody is interested and you aren't already my mom or my grandma or, um, my friends, a lot of you guys have been tuning in. So thank you for tuning in. I do appreciate that. Um, shoot an email if you want to know what that is so that you can be a part of the show. Um, but that is a little further into the show. So we're going to jump into uh, Ant's list here since he's done so marvelously preparing. Well, no, you got to ask me a question or something. I can't just... Okay, so yeah. creative director. Explain yes. to the people what a creative director actually Ooh. does. All right, this is the million dollar question because everyone asks me and I never know exactly what to say because it's really... Um, a lot of times when people say creative director, they think, oh, you're responsible for the look and feel of the company, right? Okay. Or the brand or whatever. Sometimes, though, that role can belong to a branding director. Sometimes that role can belong to VP of branding, whatever. Um, You know, the the creative director very often will have a a lot of say in the overall creative direction, which can be visuals. It can be language. It can be like the voice of the brand. Mm -hmm. It can be the voice and tone of the brand. Um, I spend a lot of time with like brand guides and designing like, okay, these are all the colors you can use. These are specific Pantone colors or hex code colors for like web stuff and and Mm -hmm. things like that finding things that work well in different contexts i mean for me a lot of my my role is really trying to take the um 
strategic vision of the company and making sure that's reflected in the brand itself. Okay. And in addition to that, I work with creative teams, uh, with designers, like individual designers and art directors to uh, really formulate this is the, like these designs, they could be menus, it could be websites, it could be really anything that we're like the company's producing should go through the gauntlet of the creative team, uh, creative and branding teams to, to review and sign off on it. And so my goal is just to keep everything in line, you know, for the most part. So how has travel actually influenced your input? Well, all right. So first of all, let me just say I spent over the last year and a half. So I just left my my last position with uh, an ad tech company. Um, and so um, I spent a lot of time traveling over the last year and a half. Uh, I've been to, let's see, if we run down the list, over the last year and a half, I went to Spain twice, Italy, Cannes in South France, Cannes in South France, uh, in Southern France. Uh, I went to L.A. several times, um, Toronto a ton of times, like maybe seven times, six, seven times. Oh, wow. Um Personal trips, I went to, you know, back and forth to uh, Savannah and, and Jacksonville and uh, Iowa City, Iowa, where my, my fiance was in Iowa City mm-hmm. uh, for grad school. She's a writer, so she was out there for grad school, and I was traveling back and forth to see her over those those couple of years when she was out there. Um, so I just spent a ton of time on mm-hmm. the road. Um, I was basically, I was home for a couple of days, and then I'd be gone again. I had to always make sure I had several bags ready so like sometimes you you take it oh and then to dc for alumni stuff mm-hmm. so i went to howard university in dc um i was the vice president of the alumni association um until 2018 oh wow. um in june of 2018 is when i stepped down so um i spent all that time just going back and forth back and forth i would be home i would turn around and be out the next day or and so a lot of times you don't have time to like pack a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. so i was always prepared so it's like you know, when you talked about the type A personality, I was not I, going to, but I was going I to. Continue. Disagree with that 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 characterization, but like because I went through so many times where I just wanted to be ready, I always like I have it just several sense. bags that are around the same size that I used to like. I would pack one, have the next one waiting for me when I got back. I'll be ready to go like when I got home so I didn't have to worry about it too much and I would mm-hmm. just dump my clothes off. I spent a lot of time like I don't really wash my own clothes <laughs> and not because I really like to wash my own clothes. We, you know, we talked a little bit uh, mm-hmm. previously about uh, like yeah, how I was to wash clothes. Yeah, I how else. you would trust someone Thank, else to wash No, thanks to my clothes. mom. My mom was really good about making sure that we knew how to wash our clothes. No, we were, reasonably we so. Yeah. Because there is a specific way that I wash, fold, and put yeah. my reason why I refuse to drop my laundry laundry so um i don't trust anybody okay to do my laundry honestly because i feel like they're gonna drop my underwear they're going to drop my drawers on the floor leave them there and it's going yeah exactly you have like their footprints on your crotch and the the fucking floor it's gonna be gross gross and i wouldn't know see their footprints and i wouldn't know but it's just like if you don't know doesn't actually count yes I mean, if they're sterilized. Yes. No, because the, the laundry doesn't sterilize your clothes. It just washes them. Well, that's what the heat in the thing that doesn't do that for you either. Your laundry doesn't sterilize. Right. Anyway, continue. You are saving yourself the stress. You're saving yourself. Oh, yeah. The... I think preparation saves you saves you a lot of stress and a lot of, mm-hmm. like, um, 
a lot of the energy you would put into worrying about stuff and making mm-hmm. sure you had everything you were supposed to have. Um, preparation really helps with that. And so, like, I don't really have... So, like, if I go on, like, depending on the trip, it's not really divided into, like, personal professional travel. It's more divided into, like, what type of place I'm going to. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've, if I'm going to a place where it's, like, a little rougher and I don't want to be a target, that's a big concern for, my, for me. Like, I don't want to stand out too much. Okay. I'm going to be really careful about, like, what type of bag I bring with me. I'm still going to look like an American. There's no, like, getting around that. But because if you're generally racially ambiguous and you're quiet. He's very racially ambiguous, guys. Okay. So anyway. um, You are. Anyway, uh, I think if you're generally racially racially ambiguous and you're Mm -hmm. relatively quiet, you can stay under the radar. But if you have really fancy stuff and really nice stuff, you're going to cause yourself some problems. So I have a a Tumi um, uh, hard metal suitcase, like a... um, carry-on like the 19 degree i think it's called 19 degree international carry-on all black it's like a thousand dollar bag right i'm not going to take that just to like cartagena okay um (laughs) somebody like me wouldn't really know that i I went to cartagena from my from well like if you were a criminal it's your thing yeah you're gonna know if you were like look look, let me see who i'm gonna rob today these are it's your person with your best interest you at least know the fancy stuff yeah to these things so um so I went to Cartagena for my 40th. Um, there's a place called Hetzamani, which is like, I'm probably pronouncing all this wrong, but there's a place called Hetzamani, which is just outside of old Cartagena. It's, it's part of the whole area, but it's like a more artsy community, but it's oh, also nice. a little rougher. And so um, I'm not just taking like a super expensive bag to all those places. I also, um, I but I think really the bag is like the starting point for all my travel stuff. Okay. So... <clears throat> You know, I'm always going to start with whatever bag I need to take, all the stuff I need to take in, right? So, um, the big one for me, I have a 5.11 tactical bag, okay. which is like a one-day pack bag. Um, it's called 24-hour bag. And that bag is really like, it's really like the key element for me for most things. It has like a million pockets and a million like little zippered areas. <clears throat> you know, it fits my uh 15 inch macbook in it it fits the charger for it i also have always have two chargers so i have a charger sometimes i have three chargers so i have a charger at work charger at home and like a travel charger this is your computer charger yeah so like you know when i was in the office i had one for work and one for home and and the travel one so i didn't have to worry about the work one right leave it someplace yeah just just bring the travel one with me wherever i go Pack that one away, always ready to go on a moment's notice for, for that. That's right. So all that stuff fits in the bag. All my different cords fit in the bag. You know, different braided um, uh, lightning cords going now, there. Now, what kind of um, devices do you bring with you all the time versus possibly um, additional items you may bring depending on the type of trip? Like if it's a different kind of trip, like, hmm. you know. Well, always have my iPhone. Mm-hmm. That's a big one for me. Always, always, always. <clears throat> I don't always take my, my uh, MacBook with me, um, but I will always take the MacBook charger. And sometimes, you know, if I don't have the I, the, I, the MacBook, I'll bring the MacBook charger and then the um, an iPad uh, transformer, like the little block that goes with it. Okay. Because the long cord from your MacBook charger, like the long piece that sticks, that connects to the outlet, mm-hmm. um, that can also connect to your, to that, um, iPhone to the, charger? Well, to the iPad charger. 
So the iPad charger is like a little, um, it's kind of like a little square thing, and it's got a little piece that pulls off mm-hmm. that is um, that has like a folding, uh, fold the folding blade outlets on for it. the prongs. Yeah, the fo- folding prongs on it. So you can take that piece off and then connect the longer piece to that cord, and then ki- connect your lightning cord to the to the other end of it. Mm-hmm. So you have an extra long iPhone charger, basically. Okay. And that's super helpful, like depending on where you are, because you're not always going to be sure yeah. that everything's going to work there. Um, one thing that's super helpful too is if you have a um, a uh, like an international travel adapter, like yeah, but not just the adapter. They have like outlet strips, mm-hmm. so you can get an outlet strip with like three or four outlets on it, and it has like a bunch of uh, USB outlets on it as well, mm-hmm. and that's like twenty or thirty dollars. Um, I think there's a company called Tessin that sells it on like Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's like twenty eight dollars, um, and it's super helpful because you really only need the one adapter. And you don't like all your regular stuff can plug into into that, you know. Mm-hmm. So like you don't have to bring like five different adapters; you can bring one. I feel like in the last year, I realized no, no, no. I'd gone to Europe for the first time maybe a, two years ago, and in that trip, I sadly realized that one adapter wasn't mm-hmm. enough. When I realized I want to charge my watch and my phone, mm-hmm. so it was one of those. Okay, so I have to set an alarm so I can get up, check it flip it, make sure now I can charge my phone versus the the watch and then the battery pack. But it's yeah. just like I only had the one adapter. So and some it was, of the rooms only have like one charger in it. Like you'll get a room in, I, I got a room in Florida to have one charger in the room. One outlet. <coughs> Excuse me, yeah, one outlet in the room. So I had to, um, I used my MacBook and connected. Oh, yeah, yeah, Use yeah, that yeah. to charge. The USBs. And then the also just things. having yeah. the USB outlets makes it easier to just ch- not worry about the, and then turn like spacing for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like the, the blocks sometimes don't fit yeah. and it's a pain in the dick. Well, so. And again, if you if you get a, a outlet strip, mm-hmm. you can connect at, up stuff. to three things in there and you're fine. And it's, I mean, the price <laughs> of outlet strip is the same as the, actually, no, it was the price of uh, Apple. The Apple International Adapter is the same as the Outlet Strip. It's twenty nine dollars for the, the Apple Adapter and twenty eight for the Outlet Strip. And it just makes everything so much easier for you in terms of charging all your stuff. Yeah. Okay, so what other uh, tech do you bring all the time? Like on all your trips? So you said you bring that cheaper oh. tablet thing. So I bring the Amazon tablet with me because it's only $40 and if something happens to it, I don't care. I don't what have do you any need personal... a tablet? Do you bring a tablet even if you bring your laptop? I read books and stuff. On the tablet? Yeah, I read books on the tablet. I mean, I sometimes will watch movies on it. Mm-hmm. I don't really like to watch movies on my laptop so much. Especially mm-hmm. if it's a work laptop. Um, okay. And I can download like if you're on Amazon or whatever else or if you're Okay. Netflix or anything else, you can download movies to the tablet. You can't download from Hulu, can you? I tried. No, no but I don't can't. use Hulu what? as much. Other places. I don't know why you're making the face. What? What are you pro Hulu or something? Absolutely, I am season two of Golden Girls right now. Well, that's lovely. Thank you for being I, I a friend. Watched it in real time, so okay. yeah, as did actually, I. Actually, I just watched it the other day, so it's was, gold. Yeah, oh, classic. See what I did classic, there? Yeah. Um, Continue with your tech. Golden Palace was the follow-up one after B. Arthur left in the empty nest. Uh, anyway, very much another digression. Yeah. So um, I, I specifically take the tablet rather than iPad because okay. iPads are very coveted and nobody gives a shit about the Amazon tablet. Gotcha. Um, in terms of, I mean, you can buy them in sets of three. 
Oh, wow. If you want. Yeah, they're super cheap. Okay. Um, if you get them in the holiday, they're even cheaper. Because mm-hmm. um, I think they're like $49 technically. And if you get them in the holiday, you can get them for like 39 or, or whatever it. else. So get them a bunch of different colors. So books, um, movies. Because I'm not a Netflix movies Because a lot of places you won't be able to access certain things. But if you download it ahead of time, you can yes, download it Yes, I there. learned that the hard way um, as well. I also use Plex, which is a, a program that it works on my home computer. So I have a... Um, I have a desktop attached to my TV, which runs Plex. So, like, movies that I have. So, all my DVDs that I had for years and years and years, I ripped all the DVDs I owned to a hard drive and have them on Plex. So, I can go to Plex and then I can save those DV- I can save those movies to the tablet to watch later. So, is that a... Like a cloud kind of thing, Plex. Not exactly. No, I mean, you have them on a hard drive. I mean, and well, Plex the, allows you the, to. The like cloud a is technically thing. a hard drive too. Um, Plex allows you to view it from oh, any place you have a your hard drive. Thing. Yeah, it allows you to access those things on your hard drive later. Oh, so it's like a service. No, it's a program. It's just like a um, a program that lives on like my, a Dropbox. No, like a remote. Yeah, it's it's a program that lives on my home computer. Okay. And there's another there's another app that lives on my phone and uh-huh. on my um on my tablet and allows me to access the information that's hosted on my home computer. I mean, uh-huh. technically clouds are just a series a computer somewhere that you're accessing through whatever right. interface you're doing. It's the same sort of thing. It's just a personal server. So oh it's so it is a server. Yeah. It's a server. It's a personal yeah, it's a personal server, basically. S- sounds um, expensive. But the server okay. itself is a no the the program is free okay the the if you have a hard drive that's going to cost you whatever it's going to cost you no because i'm like for example i have two hard drives where i keep yeah. like videos when i used to do youtube you and can you can access that, that you could set it up to run on plex and access it from wherever and so the, it's always just plugged into so it's all it 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 will you can connect that to it runs on plex you can connect to it from your phone or from wherever else so you basically have your hard drives always plugged into your computer. And it's not Plex always plugged in. It's just it's just you can connect to it whenever you want to. Yeah. Oh, your your hard drive is connected to your computer. Yes, that part is correct. But, so that you can always yeah. access it. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. Um, I kind of. Or connected to your is. network somewhere. It can be accessed from other places on your network. So if it's as long as it's connected to your. network. I was following until you yeah. dropped the network. <laughs> yeah. So it okay, gets a little complicated. But this yeah. is like so additional stuff I take, but that's why I take the tablet with me. So I always have stuff. Right. And I also the way I work a lot of times if I'm sitting, mm-hmm. let's say I have to sit in a hotel room and work on something. Like let's say we had an event in Spain and we had like changes to the presentations at the last minute, mm-hmm. right? And so my team wasn't with me and we're on a different time zone. So like I can't send it to my to the designers to fix, right? So I have to fix it myself. I'm sitting here going through the presentations, fixing them on site because we're making last minute changes for the international audience, right? And so I like to work with something running in the background, like some show or okay. movie Ambient or something. Ambient noises and stuff. It's not I mean like background I'm kind of paying attention to it, but I'm also it helps me focus a little bit. It's just my own little quirk. There's a um, TED talk that I actually I'll send it to you was uh-huh. listening to um where that is one of the ways um to promote success where it's kind of like you just work better doing more than one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. So it. So not- I need to watch more movies is what you're telling me. And everybody else out there that I need to watch more movies in order to be successful. Thank you very much. I will take that, that advice to heart. I'm I'll definitely going to do that. Hopefully I'm reiterating the idea properly, but I'll, I'll send it to you and okay. I'll go through it. But go ahead. 
All right, so additional stuff I take with me everywhere. I have a mouse that I love, mm -hmm. which is this Logitech Mixmaster MX, or it's not Mixmaster, it's something, mouse, some magic, some um, MX2 uh, mm -hmm. mouse, which is like a $100 mouse. I love the mouse. It's perfect. It does everything I need to do. It's super precise. It works on any surface. Absolutely adore it. I have a case for that. The case costs like eleven dollars on um, on uh, Amazon as well. I'm, this, I don't mean to sound like a plug for Amazon, but I'll you know I take that with me everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, I also headphones are a big deal for me, so I have made some mistakes with the headphone game. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I bought these uh, cheap Taytronic headphones on on Amazon that were like thirty dollars. That were like these big cans. They were okay. They're, I mean, the wireless headphones. Okay. They're okay. They're just not great. Um, I have a pair of Beat X, uh, like little buds that I really like. They are good for like wandering around in cities and stuff. If I want to like have them in my ears. Are they wireless corded? Yeah, they're they're all wireless. All okay. the headphones. Are, I don't really like wired headphones at all. And it's because I had a case a while back, um, an iPhone case that was like, it it was waterproof and and shockproof case. But the headphone jack was also closed off because it's waterproof, right? Gotcha. At the time, you had the thing. So I started getting wireless headphones then. Um, but the BeatsX headphones are great for, for the little things. <clears throat> for flights, I have a pair of Beats Studio headphones. But they're not really the ones I would suggest for anyone. I would suggest, like, they, the Sony has a really good pair of headphones. Why and, wouldn't you suggest them? Well, the thing about the Beats Studio, I feel really cool in them. <laughs> I feel like... Professional athlete, like I'm, I'm in my first class seat, and <laughs> feel like professional athlete, whatever. But are you my first class? We'll get to that. But Fancy. not. I don't pay for first class. The <laughs> company like, does, right? No. no. Um, I mean, when you fly a lot, you end up with with all the points and stuff, points and you do the upgrades yeah, and I stuff. Got, I, so I, I gold status right now. I'm probably gonna lose it after this year, but okay. Um, but right now, I have gold status. I get bumped up sometimes. But again, you get the headphones on, you feel fancy, whatever. Okay. The problem with them is that they don't work if they're not charged. And so, mm -hmm. like, you're on the flight, you plug in your headphones, to, you know, just to hear the whatever the movie is. Oh, you there is an adapter there's so a, that you can plug a, it yeah, into something. And most of the other headphones work fine I if you would, plug them in. I had no right? idea like, that was a thing. They work fine but the Beats Studio, only the studio. Like, the solos work fine if you don't have them charged because it's the noise-canceling thing, right? Okay. Um, but they don't work at all if they're not charged. So like you don't you can't just plug them in and have them work like regular headphones. Whereas oh. like if you get the solo ones they do, but they hurt your ears after a while, at least my big ears, like okay. they hurt ears um if you're flying on long long flights. And so I would get I like some of the, the over. So if the wireless aspect of it stops like if you didn't like if the battery on it stops, you can still plug it into your phone for, and for, for it it'll other work. Other ones, yes. But not the studio. I don't For the why. longest, I would refuse I, to buy them because I was just like, I don't retain. It depends I don't on the kind you have. Now the the buds don't work like that. The buds because there's no way to plug them in. Okay. But I take both of them, so I take one for the flight and one for the um for like walking around in because I don't want to walk around with a big set of headphones on my head when I'm walking around in in the streets. You somewhere. might have sold me on a pair of headphones, yeah. but also though I don't believe in like See, I have large. Yeah, so so they're bringing out a pair of these uh, headphones right now. I have the exact same pair 
the matte black finish. It was, it was cool. I had the uh, studio huge. ones. It's too big. I had the solo mm-hmm. ones too. Kinda the solo ones might be more your speed. They work fine in both cases. I am a okay. He's been trying to sell but me on AirPods for quite a few. AirPods, AirPods a whole different thing. Like that's a whole other thing because that's not going to work with your um with your yeah with the, the in flight services yeah with the in flight services or anything like that. The other thing about the Amazon tablet though too is they also often work with some of the in flight services, so you can mm-hmm. watch things on there. Um, depending you can on what it is, sync yeah. Your, well, you know they have because some of them don't. Some places don't have oh. don't have TVs and anything, but they still offer in flight like Delta. What? So I fly almost what? exclusively Delta, and but some Delta flights I'm don't learning. have don't have TVs in the back yeah, yeah, in yeah. their headrests, right? So like, if you want to watch something, they still offer. If they have in flight Wi Fi, they still offer service without you know without you having to pay anything on no. your thing. I mean on the on your tablet um, yeah, as long as you have a thing, yeah. Download the Delta app. Let me see. I might have it on this phone right here too. Yeah, um, that's huge. Yeah, to it's me. it's not a bad like, you know, if you don't have the other thing. Because I feel um, like I have the Delta app because I would I would fly them quite often last year because I was trying to get my miles up. Oh yeah, I love I love Deltas. Like when they when when you get your your gold status. I mean, because silver status is nice, but the gold status man they treat with you Delta so nice. Or with Delta or I've only had I've only had Delta. Not, I've only had to go. I don't have a gold. I don't know if it's Delta card. I just have a gold status on Delta. You have to fly. Delta, a Delta card is extra. That's a little more. You know, I don't have that kind of pull, but you mm. know, I didn't feel the pull at all. It's it's great. I mean, you get the Delta like you get the Delta Lounge. It's really nice. They have like showers and they have mm-hmm. like places you could, like they have food and stuff like that. I feel like I'm really underutilizing the perks of. A lot of the, not a lot, but that's the one program that I do probably have access to because mm-hmm. I have the Amex Delta yeah gold card. But I don't. Again, well, it's different because to get the status things, it's you really have to fly. Yeah, like it's not it's not going to give you a status based on what you buy. Of course, it. but it's there like, are a lot of perks yeah. that Delta. Uh, I mean, Amex will give you. Yeah. like you're supposed to be able to do like priority boarding, then like mm-hmm. the first check bag free, and all this other kind of stuff. That, that part I never is great. That's that's really look helpful. In, I don't. Oh, you got to use that. You got to use all that. And if you get in the lounges, and the nice thing is too, there's some places you can go to. They don't even have a Delta lounge. Some airports are yeah, too small. They don't have Delta lounges. But they have, have like a general premium lounge mm-hmm. that everybody from the premium things can go into. And you can go to those things too. Which would have um, been really clutch yeah. in uh, Oslo. Because I was there for five hours. I mean, it's, it's, it's nice to have those options. you know. And I think that's the big thing. There's a bunch of stuff you can do. Like tech stuff that you have that, mm-hmm. you know, um, that make like travel a lot easier. Like so, if you're going to Canada, there's a e-declaration app that you can get to to you know to for customs when you come into Canada. Um, you got mobile passport when you come into the U.S. Yeah, I have um, a global entry. Got global, well, yeah, global entry. Um, some people get clear. I don't get, have clear or anything like I don't that. I believe in but clear. But TSA global well, entry. Global entry is one thing. Like I have, what's the one? I can't remember which one. TSA it is. pre-check. I have a pre-check. Um, well, no, because it is yeah. included in global, in global entry, entry, but you can do the map mobile passport. Mobile passport is free. It yeah. costs you a dime. I'd already put in my easier. application for and when you come pre- back with, global entry, yeah. which is essentially the same. You yeah. basically go into the same line. Well, global entry is like, how much is that? That's $100 for like five years. It's that's, that's really pre-check. worth it. That's pre-check. No, it's global entry because oh, I just no. did it uh, this summer. All right. Global entry, I paid $100 and... Um, it was 
it it is it is inclusive of TSA precheck. Okay. And you can still use this for five the, years, really? Yeah. Maybe I should have got that because I got precheck because see, I think feel like precheck cost me a hundred dollars for yeah, five years. The global entry. Um, I still use the mobile passport though, just so yeah. I don't have to fill out the declarate the declaration papers. And then I go to the, um, I mean, again, I still could be fucking it up. Like, if I have global entry, maybe I don't have to fill that out. I don't know. Yeah. But, again, I just love going onto that pre-check line when I am on my way in, like, it's at JFK. It's so much nicer. It, yeah. yeah. It's, it's so, much, so nicer. much faster. And when you, the global passport sometimes, I mean, it's not a global passport. With the pre-check, not pre-check. Mobile passport. Mm-hmm. Mobile passport makes it a lot easier to come in. Yes, absolutely. Like, you don't I think the wait first time I used it, I didn't know five hour what it involved at all. Line. I was coming in. There's a flight um, to Toronto on this airline called Porter okay. that flies into downtown Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first time I was coming back, my um, my boss was with me and she had clear. And she was like, okay, I've got to go over here. But there was like a couple people in line. And nobody, at that point, nobody had mobile passport. Now a lot more people know about mm-hmm. it. But so I came in there and I was like, okay, I downloaded on the way to the to the thing, and there was one person in front of me, and I was through like and that. She and she was, was on still the clear on, line. yeah, which um, she paid for. It's super nice. It's super awesome. I love it so much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Here's> a mess. <laughs> so I mean, like, there's all these apps that make that easier, right? And so like, I'm just I'm looking at my phone right now, like all of the different apps I use in my travels. So I have a whole travel. You can see this. Nobody else can see it. But I have like four pages of travel. Oh, apps. yeah. That is a lot. Um, I only have like two. So the big things is for international travel specifically are Google Translate, which I use a lot. Yes. Clutch. I, use it, I even it. use it at work since I work with the public. And a lot of uh-huh. times people are just like, uh, and I'm like, come, just type. There's a currency app I use. Which one do you use? Um, it's called XE Currency. I don't know. This is what it looks like. No, I don't. I think I've seen that before, but I, oh, I only have one page. This is my travel. <laughs> it's oh, very yeah. short. So we have a lot of the same stuff on there. Maps Me was definitely. I used that useful. before, but I didn't really love it. It's on here now. I just I used it in Cartagena, but I don't really love it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good for what I was doing with TripIt. Is really good. Oh, I realized I didn't put a lot of them in there. Um, I did these. Oh, you got them all over the place. Yeah. I so, I mean, there's, there's a lot of really great apps out there um, that you can use. Um, and I use everything. Anything I could possibly use, I try to use. Um, I'm trying to think what else, like, other stuff that I know I use. So, I, like I said, I have the two headphones. Um, there's this thing called Molly. Triposo was supposed to be good. Wait, <laughs> you're talking about the apps. Sorry, yeah, All Triposo. Right. I don't remember what I used it for, but... Uh-huh. And what nobody can see is that I know, we're she's going through, apps going through right the now. app. She's I'm going through the app trying to figure out what it's for. Yeah, I don't remember it, what it was for. If you don't for. know what it's for, it's not that helpful. All right? Okay, like, you should touche. know what the app is for. Like, TripIt is great because it just collects all your stuff together and tells you this is all the stuff for your trip. So all these different things that you have saved, like, for your trip. Like, so your hotel reservation, your flights. Pass, your boarding all pass together, and all yeah. that. Okay. Um, not your boarding pass. I mean, it's a boarding pass generally with the thing. But so other... It's not really tech, but other stuff I take with me all the time. So I, have, I made a list before I came here. Um, I have a therapy ball that I take with me, which is like a little like hard plastic. Things? It's not a stress ball. It's like a little hard plastic um, ball with like little spikes on it that I use on really long trips. Like put it on your legs because, you know, you want to keep your legs and your feet like um, okay. you want to keep the blood flowing, um, especially for long, long, long trips. Um, Pepto-Bismol tablets Ooh, are yes. super important because you don't want to get stuck on a plane with a bad, 
you don't want to use a plain bathroom. Like, I just generally don't use don't like public, public restrooms as general. I don't know a lot of black people that like public restrooms. Yeah, but, that's a thing. Um, that yeah, we like, feel entirely comfortable with that. Oh. I'm definitely not going to do that on a plane, so Pepto-Bismol tablets are necessary. I have a whole, like, travel medic medical really? bag. Yeah. I mean, just because super, I am... What, what else is in the medical bag for you? I'm for wondering me, if the other stuff on my list is on here. Uh, just, I'm looking at list. my phone, like, seeing so what else So, I keep Pepto, I keep mm-hmm. alcohol wipes, I keep tweezers, nail clippers, I also have uh, Imodium, I have Tylenol, Aleve. You take Imodium and Pepto? Well, no, I just have them. Wait, so Imodium, is that, like, a tablet, or is that a liquid? I think it's everything I have is a tablet. Yeah, I have because that's the, a big concern. Is like you know you get down just places, fucked up stomach. In some places, no, not no, even no, just not the plane. <laughs> I mean, like getting through. I have Dramadine in there also because I oh, yeah, get so like, um, seasick and decongestant parts. is really good to take with you too. I always have uh, for well, no. like nasal decongestant like for the plane because the plane will get you all like. I don't stuffy. have that problem. It's more my ears. Not talking about you. I'm talking about like me. <laughs> okay. My fault. I'm just saying, like, it's something that I think is a regular problem because the the air like flights are really drying in general, mm-hmm. and they make you like they start messing with your your nasal passages a lot. So now you you specifically yeah, my nasal passages. For some reason, the word specifically was really a lot of trouble for me. <laughs> but um, but I, what but else yeah. do I have in there? I have Tylenol. I have Aleve. I have Motrin. Mm-hmm. I have um a, one of those little tins of Vicks. Okay. Like vapor rub. I always have it's like someone's um, grandma on the flight. Bruh, like, you never know when you're going to need something. It's ever. not even the flight. It's about the destination yeah. also because you get someplace and something goes wrong or you yeah. eat something that doesn't agree with you or all of a sudden you just have um, anything can happen. But yeah. if you're in another country, like I ended up go, when I was in Thailand, I ended up leaving all of that mm-hmm. in my hotel. I got into the taxi. We got maybe 10 minutes from the hotel, and I just started feeling sick. I don't mm. remember if I had eaten something at breakfast that didn't sit well. It was just like I felt like stomach, and I was just like, I don't know which way it's going to come. Like, I don't know if this is really nausea. Is this indigestion? It's, it's the whole Pepto commercial is now going through my mind. Like, yeah. <laughs> what, what's our end result? Where are we going? And so thankfully, the uh, taxi driver uh, spoke enough English and was gracious enough to, like, pharmacy like get me to a pharmacy and so i went to thailand i was in phuket and so we went to a pharmacy and i was saying to the um the pharmacist like i need something and she was just like okay so what kind of stomach she's like so is it coming out this way is it going this way like where we at and i was just like you miss right now i don't know i just don't want to get too far away from someplace where i can get something and not have anything and of course she gives me mad tablets with all these Thai characters and I have no clue what's going on. God bless her because she's like, take this, this many times. Like she wrote numbers. You, you and could use your Google Translate to like... I wasn't thinking that far. Thing, yeah. I was more oh, in panic like, mode really, like, at the... A lot of stuff was going on, yeah. Yeah, and so... <laughs> I've got... Unpleasant, <laughs> indescribable things that we probably shouldn't talk about right now. But yeah. So I have these Thai tablets in my closet just mm-hmm. sitting... Just in case? Uh, just, no, just, but it, now they're just souvenirs. I would okay. never take them now because I, God knows, I don't remember. Like Retention is not my thing. Yeah. I have no idea what they're you for. You could still use the Google Translate thing. You're like, absolutely yeah. right, but it's also like a year for. and a half old, so they may not I'm expired. good. I don't, I mean, you know, their I don't know medications yeah. might be better than ours here in the States. Again, it's just... You just throw just, out everything that's a year old? You, I tend I to look at expiration yeah. dates. I look stick by them. 
I stick by them depending on what it is. Some shit I'll actually use even if it's expired. <laughs> and if it's the only thing I got, like I know the last time I was sick, I took like expired Dayquil. It was only expired by like expired two months. Dayquil. It was like two months. Oh my god. Three months. Yeah, I'm like, it ain't gonna kill me. Oh my god. How do you know? I'm here. Well. I made it. <laughs> I can tell you now. If you're designed like me, it ain't gonna kill you. Okay. But <laughs> well, yeah, so in means. my little like, medic my little medical bag, I keep all of that shit in it just because in my mind I don't want to get caught out there not having something that will alleviate whatever problem I encounter while I'm away. So okay. it's a little makeup bag with all these tablets. I mean bags are really important. Like the tight like little little bags. So one thing I definitely want to talk about because I have a tactical bag mm -hmm. um is this Molly system. And so, like, Molly is an acronym um, for the, like, what the system is. It means modular, lightweight, load carrying equipment. And it's like a bunch of little ass bags. So it's Molly, but it's Molly. It's M O L L E. Okay. Right? So Modu it's basically like modular, lightweight, load carrying equipment. And there's another thing called PALS, which is like pouch attachment ladder system. It's just these different things that you use for the bags like but there's a bunch of little pouches right basically mm -hmm. and so like like how you have your makeup bag mm -hmm. right like i have a bunch of little pouches that you know my medicine goes in one pouch my little cords go in another pouch and they zip into the you know i appreciate well, i'm not even gonna mention that but what? go ahead i'm i'll tell i'll talk to you about it later okay so i mean that me to me is a a, a big deal um, <laughs> that those those uh, I have no idea what's going on right now. I'm starting the Facebook live, <laughs> so oh, this is gonna be on camera. Great. I don't um, know how to. You can keep talking about your Molly's. Your oh, Molly so tablets. like the, the no, no Molly tablets. Um, no Molly Percocet. But um, but it's it's just a so military military uh system for like the bags. And I didn't know I would use that so much. I didn't know it was so necessary. It's just I got lucky with the bag. I got the, the you know, my tactical bag costs like $200. And it was something I got it because I got a, um, I got a ref not a refund. I got like a gift card from mm -hmm. Delta because they had like lost my luggage for a little while or something. I had to like, it was like a, That's a why I don't really inconvenient, luggage. really like, inconvenient thing. Well, they got me a free bag, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> It worked out because they ended depends up on the check, it though, Yeah, right? depends on the check luggage. Luggage depends on the situation. Sometimes you have to check luggage. You don't really have a choice in that. Um, but I try to be real sneaky about that it. That got me lie. the perfect bag for my trips. And I've been looking at tactical bags for a while. I really like that bag. I okay. sometimes get stopped places by security guards. They'd be like, that's a nice 511 bag. Right. <laughs> Those know. are going to be the guys that but, stop you. Yeah, but you also have to be careful if you go to certain countries. You don't yeah, want to look, look like, like a military a, like contractor like or something. Yeah, yeah, because it's an all-black bag, but it's a clearly a military-type like bag. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm just cautious that, about those how things. How do those like systems... Like camouflage. Do you believe in packing cubes? Do you use packing cubes? I do not use packing cubes, cubes, whatever the name is. I don't use packing cubes. I absolutely believe, them, believe in them. I know they exist. <laughs> I believe in packing, packing cubes. I have been meaning to get them for a while. I just mm -hmm. haven't gotten them yet. I don't like um, them. Why don't you like them though? Like I think they would be great because I—that's the problem I have—is like making sure everything is separate. Because I use—I mean, basically, I use an effective, like a packing cube sort of system with my. Right. Tech what was stuff. the second one? So you said the modular. Pals is blah. like a pouch. What was it pouch? Uh, 
what's exactly. So you do you keep your socks in a pouch? Pouch attachment your... ladder system, but that's that's part oh, of the, the outside. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, part of like the actual bag itself has like little like things all up and down mm-hmm. the back. Because I know I've seen yeah. them. They've got like all the yeah. Velcro looking things yeah. on the outside. Yeah, I mean, so like you have patches sweats. for your, like for whatever your unit is or your name or whatever is, yeah. uh, is yeah. the Velcro thing on the front. And then um, you have zippers. They generally will be waterproof or water resistant. Mm-hmm. Really thick nylon bags. Right. Um, like, so yeah, like, I've, I've seen you know, them like a, often. Like 650 or 700 uh, nylon thing. I don't I remember the, the name for it, but like super powerful nylon bags right super nice nylon high bags. tech so, I mean that's, that stuff is really important to me like finding something that was going to protect my um hi Facebook people I can't see that far <laughs> so finding something that was going to protect my uh, computer mm-hmm. and keep it relatively dry I also have like another sleeve that was like you know $20 sleeve from Amazon mm-hmm. um, like an Inatech uh, sleeve that's been great. It also has like a hook, it has a handle on it, it has another little uh, zipper on the side that helps me, you know, carry stuff around with it too. So, okay. Um, it's a lot of like putting stuff inside containers and then putting the containers inside another container, which has been like a really big help in general. So, you put but the container pack, in another container, not well, just because, into so the like bag? My, yeah, so I mean, into, into a bag. So, like, my, okay, gotcha. my um, so mouse goes into a specific. Like mouse container that fits the mouse perfectly, and then zip that up, and I put that into the suit into the book bag, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, and then obviously, I mean, you already know this: the things that you really are going to need and you worried about, you take with you directly. You don't check anything. Yeah, no, I don't. That you worry about. And I then try not to check anything. I also don't put anything in the carry-on bag that is not my book bag that I'm worried about because sometimes they'll they'll gate check that even on relatively big planes. Savannah, like, so I have this Tumi bag that I love mm-hmm. that I got for Christmas. And I'm like super cautious about because I really am particular about my things in general. Mm-hmm. So that one I did not want to check, even curbside check it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I curbside, but even um yeah, like even plane like side like plane side check in because I didn't want anything. I don't want to get scratched up. And I was like really sad when they were like, "No, you have to check it." And it's a book bag though. No, no, this is the suitcase. This is the to me like um, metal sided suitcase. Okay, so um, it's like a carry on size, like the yeah, it's carry on size. It's yeah, exactly, like exactly that. And it's mm-hmm. like still sometimes they make you check those yes, too. Those are and the they will definitely take your stuff and put it it's outside. Just, oh yeah, they leave they, it like, outside. Leave it outside. It's raining and everything else. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I really like about those type of bags because they are they're not waterproof, but they're water really water resistant. And you keep your laptop in that. No, I keep my laptop in, in my bag. The, the under the, the seat stuff, stuff. That's the yes, stuff I'm that I know agreed. they were not going to check. I medicines, correct. Tech stuff. I mean, sometimes I'll check the com- like the computer cord because I don't okay. necessarily need that. I'm not, I'm usually not trying to work on the plane mm-hmm. because it's like a big computer, and then you got the seat in front of you or whatever. If you're not in first class or you're not in the thing, yeah, it's like a pain. Yeah, generally I don't fly first class as a general rule. It's just if I get bumped up, I'll, I'll sit there, but. Otherwise, I'm trying to get like you, I, I I want that for my life. Well, you gotta fly a lot, a I lot, a lot. Don't. You get a lot of miles, and then sometimes when you get close to it at the end of the year, you're gonna fly a couple extra trips. Just like I'm gonna go to LA for the weekend, you go to LA <laughs> for the weekend. If you can, if you find a discount, mm-hmm. go to someplace random and make sure you get that status because that status is gonna carry you through the whole year. So yeah. that's super important. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I mean, I haven't while I haven't used packing cubes, I think that I probably would like them. I just haven't used them. I sometimes will use vacuum bags. I thought um, about for, trying it on the way back. So like you know, on the way Buy there, stuff. like the stuff is all squished up, and I don't want it to do that with the vacuum bags. But on the way 
back, mm-hmm. I just take all my dirty clothes and put them in a the vacuum bag and then seal it up and you roll it to push the air out so you have more space in the bag. Or you could use like the uh, hair dryer, right? Well, you don't even need to do that. You, you could literally, you put the stuff in the bag, you seal it up and you roll it in. It pushes the air out to vacuum oh, okay. it. So you don't even need a hair dryer for that at all. Okay. Um, and then I do with suits are a little complicated because suits, you have to fold them a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a guy, and so I was, had to look this up because I saw this like years ago, and I've been doing it since then. But there's a guy named Jackie Tam, right? Okay. So it's Jackie J A C K Y, Tam T A M. Um, and he, if you just search Jackie Tam folding, mm-hmm. you'll find a like a thing about how to fold the suit, and he does this thing so perfectly. He folds up the suit so perfectly, and then closes it up, puts it in the bag. I take that bag and I'll put it in like a uh, um. Uh, Ziploc Macy's extra like it's called Ziploc Ziploc big bag XL. I think I know what you're you don't want the jumbo. The jumbo's too big. Mm-hmm. Jumbo's like double XL. The XL is enough to put the suit in that after you fold it up. Mm-hmm. I well, this is so old school and so weird. I basically suck the air out, <laughs> put, it, put it on top, and it's fine. And mm-hmm. when I get it to there, it's minimal wrinkles. I take it oh, out, wow, hang okay. it up. You know, sometimes I'll put it in the shower to, mm-hmm. to, to get it sharp again. But I generally don't travel with a lot of suits mm-hmm. unless I am going to a funeral or something. So okay. um, if I can avoid it, I don't want to travel with a suit. Um, you know, you packing, you you know, you do a lot of stuff to pack uh, to save yourself the trouble of too many different things. Something about the um, cubes just didn't. Didn't speak to you? Mm-mm. Have you, what, you, so you have cubes. Yes. I went to, I used cubes. I was very worried about um, going to um, Norway because mm-hmm. this was the first time that I was making it happen. I needed to do winter travel in mm-hmm. a carry-on, and I was going to be gone for like eight days. Okay. So this was the first time that I actually, generally it's beaches. Yeah. I'm not big, so yeah. my clothes aren't big. So, and what size shoe do you wear? Um, like I that? only wear like two pairs of shoes. Yeah. So, no, but what size? I'm a size women's is, eight. I'm a women's eight, which is large for women, but I wear thirteen, and so like my shoes Your carry take on is half like, the bag. Yeah, yeah it's like fills up the bag. <laughs> Unless you wear chucks, so then it's just like put them I mean, on top. Even that, I mean, even I wear vans, and sometimes I'll mm-hmm. take an extra pair of vans with me in my book bag. Mm-hmm. But generally, I mean, I have a lot of shoe bags. That's really a big deal. I have a mesh bag for laundry. I use shower. Caps. So many bags. I use shower. I take a shower cap and place yeah. them around the bottom of the shoe. Just yeah, because that's actually you know. super like useful. I I never thought about doing you that. You can buy shower caps from Amazon. I don't buy shower caps. I just go to hotels. Well, and get a shower cap yes, to the hotel. But I throw them out. Like yeah. I don't keep them. Yeah. So I'll just buy Are you like a, a case of shower caps. Yeah, I end up. But and this is also when I had hair, so I was using them for deconditioning and the I don't assorted. Remember what that was like. Yeah, I, <laughs> I bet those were good times with hair. No, actually, I don't miss. Oh no, I, I oh, miss well. mine. So, like, yeah, <laughs> as a producer. <laughs> but I um, used to. I bought like bulk. I think mm-hmm. I bought like five hundred shower, shower caps or something really? like that, or like a hundred shower caps or something. I don't know. A shit ton of shower caps. Not even. I'm not really? spending thirty-seven dollars on shower caps. They're probably like eight dollars. Eight dollars for a hundred shower fi- caps. I will find it I don't in really, my. I'm not gonna. I will yeah, find I it in my. What is that history called? Uh, your order history. Yeah, and I'll, I'll let you know. But just in case you wanna. No, I'm not gonna get any shower. Scalp. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Never do know. That. Anywho, yeah. I use uh, shower caps to put mm-hmm. at the bottom of my shoes so that they don't touch yeah. the clothes and stuff. Or sometimes I'll just use a plastic bag to put them totally inside. 
Um, but say all that to say, yeah, I did not really enjoy the packing cube experience. Mm. It worked to a certain extent that I liked that, like all of my smaller stuff was kept together, like all my underwear, my tank tops, and all of that was nicely condensed into like one corner. But then, like, I, it, I made it work, but at the same time, I felt like. I could have gotten all of this stuff into the bag without the packing cube. I don't feel like the packing cube necessarily condensed anything any more mm-hmm. than it would um, than I would have been able to get packed away myself. Let me ask you this: Do you take an extra bag with you? Um, I always carry with the carry-on, and then I have my backpack. Yeah. Um, I. Well, am, I mean, like an unfilled. Yes, bag. I know yeah. what you're talking about. No, mm-hmm. only because I try not to. Oddly enough, I'm very good at. I'm trying to think of how I want the verbiage I want to use. Um, I'm relatively good under pressure. So when it comes to, oh shit, how am I getting all of this shit home? Mm -hmm. I find space, like Cuba, I OD'd on the stuff that I bought. Like I bought a ton of stuff that I had no business buying. And I think I did, I did have a bag that I could have checked. Like I could have checked the carry-on and then used like two different book bags as my carry-ons. But because I have like a backpack as a purse, like a purse backpack that's separate from my book bag. And then I have um, my backpack that'll keep like all my toiletries and my, like an extra pair of shoes and stuff like that on my back. So I always try to put the heavier stuff on my back so that they don't make me check my bag if they do end up weighing it. And I try to just do everything at the kiosk so that I can avoid actual people. Cause people, when they're actually doing their job, they will, do their job. They'll weigh it. They'll look mm. at it, and all that other kind of jazz. Count well, the bags you have. Another benefit of the status thing mm. is they will give you. They will cut you slack on the on the weight of your bags mm. for checking. Like they would definitely be like, eh, it's fine. I it's use, like fifty one pounds. They're like, oh, it's fine. I use my feminine wiles for that. I don't have feminine wiles. Yeah, so, I'll just. Yeah, I I'm have also, to go I'm with, just really nice to people over in general. Like I'm. I just kick the people that work there and see how that works for me, and that it's not very effective. I haven't found it to be. I'd so just far, if nice. I just kick people really hard, like, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. They don't get really stuff. work with me that much. No, not. not I just am very nice. Also, to people. can't pull off the purse thing. That's another thing that doesn't work for me. So I do take like sometimes I'll pack an extra bag. Okay. That I'll slip like if I if I'm not taking my hard case, I have a um like I'll slip it in one of the pockets. It's just like this cheap bag I get from I got from Uniqlo, mm-hmm. which is just a little packable bag. Mm-hmm easy to carry and just puts it in there and so i'll check my little suitcase and then take the take the uh other bag out and pack stuff into that so yeah. i do that if i if i'm bringing back a lot of stuff for people like italy was one of those things where i definitely brought back a lot of stuff i try to find i will tuck things away yeah. in shoes i will find i will wrap mugs i used to buy a mug everywhere i went i still do that Am I just, am I too new to the travel game? Is that what it is? It's no, like, it's, it's just it's, it's like when you first start, you like you buy mugs <laughs> everywhere, and then like it's like I don't even do that no more. Like I have my experience, but I like I want to have the mug. I got my Iceland mug, got my Italy mug, I know. got my I Colombia that I mug. Keep using the same like, ones over and over. Yeah, I have again. favorites. So have favorites. Um, like my Cuba mugs yeah. are my favorite. Yeah. Cuba is my favorite, and then I have a Golden Girls mug. So. Hey, uh, hey, one of our best. Is that from um, travel? That's not from travel. Not so that's at not relevant that's at like all. A, basically, what you're saying. But it's just I keep yeah. using the same mugs. I've got maybe 20 mugs in the mm-hmm. cabinet for one person. It's me and the dog. She doesn't get a mug, so it's just like, and I'm using the same like maybe four or five mugs. A mug. Nah, she good. So um, I mean, you haven't even asked her. <laughs> you, you know what? I have not. 
I will ask her tomorrow morning, and I'm <laughs> going to tell her it was your idea. Um, yeah, but you do that. <laughs> she, uh, not she. I just got over the mugs, and then also, I guess it was this last trip. I wasn't that into it. This mm-hmm. was the first trip that I didn't really book any type of excursion other than the Northern Lights. Yeah. Um, and everywhere I've been, I've always had something booked so that I can get outside, see yeah. things, and, and it forces me for to, to interact like, other. Yeah. yeah, and so when I'm. I realized that when I'm traveling and I'm buying things at these locations, like a like a crossbody bag isn't mm-hmm. good enough for if I end up buying something larger. You know what I mean? Or if you're going someplace and there's going to be um, a, a time where you have to change your clothes. Like if you're going to, um, like in Costa Rica, I ended up doing... Uh, it was, I think it was Arenal Volcano. Mm-hmm. So you're in your clothes, but then we went to Baldy Hot Springs. So you got to change into a bathing suit. Do so you love Costa Rica? I loved the experiences I had in Costa Rica. I loved Cuba. And then I loved the people and the experiences. Uh-huh. I just felt like Cuba was more... Um, well, I mean, not to compare it to, to Cuba, but like by its, like on its own, what did you not like about Costa Rica? Because I've never been to Costa Rica, and that has been sort of like a place I looked at going. When I went to Costa Rica, I learned that I cannot stay in one place longer than like four days. Okay. And that's where I ended up staying in, I think it's San Jose, in the capital. Um, I stayed there for like five, six days. Mm. And You want to see the, more of the country. Mm-hmm. I made that. I learned that there. I won't even say I made that mistake. The hotel had really decent perks. Like, it was one of those places that had, like, breakfast and lunch and, like, breakfast and dinner. It was all-inclusive. But their breakfast was delicious. It was great. And they would deliver it to the room. So I'd go sit out on the balcony, um, which I had to basically argue for. Because when I booked booked one thing, and then they tried to give me something totally different. So that was the first time I kind of had to advocate for myself when traveling. So that was kind of a pain. Yeah. So was it, there was some inconveniences. And there there definitely were. Okay, and when I got there, I didn't get to experience um, any beaches. Mm. Well, not the way I wanted to. I ended up swapping out trips. I lost money on it because I had booked a beach yeah. trip. But Can I tell you a secret? What? I don't really like beaches that much. What? I don't. I yeah. love beaches. I Sand up, I'm here for. I grew up the right ocean near the I'm water. Here for. So you're like over I grew it? up on an island, like right off on the coast of South Carolina. So you're so over it. I'm not really that pressed for a beach. Like beaches you are a home. For a not, nice, it's is not it a nice, nice beach. It's a nice from? beach, but like I don't like beaches, even nice beaches that much because they're sandy and like I like the it's sun. A, it's a thing. People I like don't the sun like sand and warmth, and I like water, and I get that in the pool. I don't like pools. Like, I love pools. I do not like pools. Right, pools so, are yeah, gross to me. They're not gross. It's like they have just, chlorine. Yeah, they're, they're but then even the less, chlorine is just mad like less chemicals than, on your skin. And it's, you think there are not chemicals in the ocean? Yes, but I just feel there's a lot like of there's more. There. Nobody's even testing the chemicals in the ocean. Like the pool, they got to test it. Mm, you know, but then people place, are peeing in the pool and it's staying be, in the pool. You could see the pee in the pool. Mm, I don't trust well, it. I don't like a lot of water. You can see the pool. The pool I don't you like. Definitely can't pools. see the pee because I promise you they're peeing in the ocean. Too. Oh, absolutely! But and I then feel the like animals current, are peeing there too. Current and all that stuff is it's and, and there's jellyfish. Something about the the yes, I have never had a jellyfish incident. Um, I mean, I don't mean to. That's not wood, but <laughs> I don't mean to it is not. ruin the. I mean, like if you like the beach, that's great, right? Like I'm happy for you. 
I'm just saying As I personally I. have had my share of bad experiences at the beach. Sharks. I have not like, had a bad experience at the beach. So, you know, I am afraid of like I'm definitely man, afraid Portuguese of Portuguese man of wars. Thank you. OK, so moving on. Oh, I, so Costa Rica didn't experience yeah. the beaches there, but the people weren't like overly nice or anything yeah. great. Um, I had a really decent time in like the city area. Yeah. I spent today there. They have an incredible uh, museum. Mm. There's like a museum uh, slash was it? No, that was Bermuda. It, just it's, all the places just starting to blend together for you. Huh? Well, <laughs> like, they had like um, I've never been to Bermuda, but Bermuda is right. Oh, it's um, right there. It's it's so, right like the same parallel as uh, it's like a ninety minute Carolina. flight. So it's like okay. it's right there. Yeah. It was um I mean the we were choosing places that did not have Zika was like the big thing. We went to the Bahamas okay. um for the for our engagement mm-hmm. and it was fine. Like I've never been to the Bahamas. I kinda don't I had I mean like it was have fine. A desire like it wasn't it. I felt like I wanna go to Haiti really soon. This is gonna sound messed up, but I felt like the people there that worked at the resort we were at really put a lot of effort into pleasing the white people that were there mm. and not so much into us mm-hmm. even though we were also guests mm-hmm. and we were like we thought that maybe they would be nicer to us because we were not mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean but they were like nah they and were more dismissive so, yeah and I don't know if it's it may have just been that resort or something because you know we talked to people outside of the resort and people were super friendly mm-hmm. but like people at the resort were like who you gave your money to yeah they were like mm. Yeah, oh, that, you again? stuff like They're that like, bothers oh, you me. Again? But like the other people, are like, oh hey sir, and I don't want them to be that person with us. Like mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, I don't want that. Oh hey, Mister. You don't like, have to be campy face. about it. You yeah, don't, don't have to be fake about Mr. it. Just happy be face nice with to you. me. I just want you to be pleasant. Know, pleasant, because I'm, I'm I tip. Customer like, service big. is very important. Yeah, for me. but that's it's complicated. Customer experience. I mean, well, I think the the history of the places and the socio economic situations mm-hmm. in a lot of places make things make travel really complicated mm-hmm. in certain ways so like i remember i was going to actually when i was in columbia and so um i was in columbia and i remember i was like like haggling with somebody in the market in columbia right mm-hmm. and i was like what the hell am i doing like this don't even mean that much it's like a three dollar difference it don't mean nothing yeah. to me Right, like, and like, I was proud of myself for haggling because, like, you want to think that you, oh, you're not just regular American, mm-hmm. but you're still an asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, because you don't want people to like take advantage of you because you're American. Yes. But like, why can't they? Like, they, why don't you just let them take advantage? Like, it's not that big. Yeah. As long as they're not, it's not like an egregious thing. It's just like whatever because it doesn't make that big a difference. Mm-hmm. When you like, convert you be, what the actual difference is, yeah, it's, it's not like, a big difference. It's, uh, it's haggling like people haggle it's the other places more so than the well, money. That's what, that's well, what it's I in don't your head about it. That's what's in your head. It's pride, mm-hmm. but it's not really a thing that should matter. No, you know I, what I mean it because like the socioeconomic does. situation in other places is different than here, and so like okay, we so go to my, those places and take advantage of that. Yes like, and no, the because the, the way I see it, it's just charging me more. They are charging you more. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That yeah, is like for example in Cuba, but. Be Tell like, me the price up front is just I, going to be more because you know I'm a tourist as opposed to yeah. like, like I assuming think that, that I don't rich understand. people should pay more than I pay for the same thing. I think that's fair. I think that a billionaire should pay Depending more on what the for his is. iPhone than I pay for my iPhone. I think that Why? that's because he no, can afford it. Well, no, I think that um, I believe in solidarity. I think that we should have <laughs> universal health care. I would pay oh, more so that that's everyone. A, that's a different thing, though. We're but in terms thing. of, I'm reaching for my phone. Yeah. That's over here. Yeah, it's but not your in phone. terms of, in terms of 
items that we definitely have a choice and can do without, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, if it's the same item that's going to operate the same, then I'm all yeah, for but a scarf paying in, the a same. A scarf in Columbia is not really a big, like, and it's a $3 difference. And, like, trust me. The I $3 afford, means a lot more to them than it does it to me. It means a world more, well, not every place. Like, sometimes $3 is just $3. It doesn't mm-hmm. make a difference at all. Oh, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The the financial situation there compared to my financial situation was vastly different. Mm-hmm. And like I'm haggling, feeling proud of myself because I'm not a simple American. But then I'm like, this is stupid though. Like mm-hmm. why? Yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like just let them have it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean just give your money away or anything like that. But it's like just recognize that things are not the same as they know are what in, to you, fight for. in other places. And it's like I think that affects how you travel. And I think people who are of color. Mm-hmm. And specifically, black people when we travel places, we are we tend to be more conscious of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But it because of that, it makes travel more complicated for us. So if you're oblivious, it's not complicated at all. It's easy to travel places and not have to think about other people's lives at all, right? Mm-hmm. But we're not that. We're not like oblivious, and that is a good thing in general. But is often something that that makes travel it adds another layer of fraught with with like concerns that other people don't have to have mm-hmm. like i'm very conscious when i travel someplace about learning the language trying to speak the language in some way even if i do it poorly like trying to respect those places mm-hmm. um whereas i used to travel with coworkers, and they'd be like i don't need to know how to say that whatever and they would make jokes about it and i'm like what is wrong with y'all like right. i'm like really embarrassed but like they don't care because they're privileged people and they don't have to worry about that stuff, Absolutely. right? And and not just that they were Caucasian, but they, they were privileged in other ways and mm-hmm. they just didn't think about it, mm-hmm. right? Whereas, like, I'm, like, really conscious of how we're dealing with people in these other places and how mm-hmm. we're interacting with them and everything else. And, you know, it's it's, it's kind of like how we deal with, play, like, if you're, if you're working at a big company somewhere and you're dealing with, like, security guards, right? Like, you don't want to be the guy, like, you don't want to be that guy that's stuck up with mm-hmm. the security guards and the secretaries, you want them to all because they're all black folks, right? And you mm-hmm. want to be like not every security guard is a black person, but like the majority. Very often, you're mm-hmm. working with people of color like yourself. Same with and you don't want to be like sir, uh, oh well he don't he think he better than me sort of thing. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not because you th- it's not because you're conscious of them thinking that, but it's like these are my people too. So I'm talking to them. You're talking to like hey Bob, hey Larry, whatever whoever it mm-hmm. is, right? And like other people go by and they never have known that person's name. Right. Like, Same I go with back the people to, that do yeah. uh, the clean the cleaning staff. Yeah, or... I, yeah. You know all those people. Like I would go if I went back to my job at Lacoste tomorrow. Like, I, I've gone back back there in the last couple of years. I've gone back and stopped in and said hi to the security staff because mm-hmm. they so hey man how you doing like you know this guy from Bermuda as a matter of fact mm-hmm. who worked there who has like this really big booming voice and I've talked to him all the time. Right. And so when I go, he still knows me when I go back and I know him and and like it's just like the the we tend to be more conscious of those interactions on every level of the social stratification mm-hmm. and i think that even when we go to other countries when we travel in different places we're still conscious of that Absolutely. but it makes it less of a like we can't just go in any place and feel like everything is cool like oh, no. going to colombia there was a place that i went to in cartagena that was like it was like everybody in the place was just like a mammy character mm. and it's like yeah we not we can't eat here it was like one of the best places, supposed to be one of the best places in the area. That it was like really highly rated and everything. We went in there, were like, yeah, no, no. yeah, I'm not gonna feed into this because you just can't be comfortable anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're conscious of the stuff, and I don't mean like conscious and like woke conscious, but like 
you pay attention, you know, like basically that something is off here and mm-hmm. you can't just let the stuff go. Mm-hmm. And I think that it sometimes will make your experience much more rich, but it definitely makes it like harder just to like kick it sometimes, right. you know? So, yeah. Had a little commercial there. Um, thanks. Joy. Um, what's the last thing we talked about? Oh, awareness. Yeah. Black and, of blackness abroad. And, um, Just being, um, well, what I will say is, similar to you at Lacoste, not only am I also, I just look at everybody that works with me across different levels of organization um, as equals. We're all human. You grown, I'm grown. We all getting taxed on these checks, you know? It's just the people that are higher up tend to be a little less personable in certain instances when they tend to distance themselves. I'm thinking just organizational flow. Well, um, Whereas when you're at a certain level, a lot of times people that are of a work status, if you will, higher than you, they are doing like the niceties and the pleasantries, but I don't trust it the same as mm-hmm. I trust someone that is on a linear space or someone that may, um, uh, I, w- I would only say professionally, not rank the same. Because human-wise, we all the same. Like I said, we all getting taxed. But we're getting taxed differently. Well, someone that's making six figures. Taxed, unfortunately. That's, that's what I mean. Every, someone that's making six figures is getting taxed differently than I'm making. Mm. You know what I mean? So, and I what, get taxed as much. Oh, of course not. Because they're the ones making legislation. Well. But, so I have to say, <laughs> also... Someone that is it's got real political out of nowhere. We not, talk about travel tag. Not real, but all of that. Yeah, whatever. We got it real all political. matters. It all comes. Oh, you can only see my hand. I'm here. Hi. But anyway, um, yeah. So we're on <laughs> Facebook Live as well. If you're listening to the podcast, so um, that's who I'm. I feel like to. I should be uh, like narrating the 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 movements and, and they, stuff that I do. She's currently. Wiping her face with her hand. But, I mean, if you watch, in <laughs> hindsight, the Facebook Live, I think it disappears. I don't know. At the same I'm time. Very, hmm? You have to watch them at the same time to get That'd the full... That'd be a little like, awkward. Like, well, no, it, I mean, you it's don't like have a, to watch It's a visual them. album, is what it is. It's, it's a visual no, podcast. You yeah, can watch no. it and hear what I'm saying when you watch it, so you don't have to... Yeah, look, no, I want I, you to listen to the podcast. No, I get it. Get them, get them numbers, yeah. guys. But anyway, say that to say, I definitely eliminate the podcast. I've always, not always, but I tend to have more personable relationships with um, cleaning staff, security staff, because they are generally more open to actually just talking to you you than supervisors. Are you ever concerned about, well, not concerned, but do you think that may be in part because you can be more fully yourself with them? Oh, absolutely. Because I what, feel like, go ahead. Yeah, well, what I was going to say, I, I find that when you're managing people, mm-hmm. too, it, it's also important to maintain a, a little distance mm-hmm. I hate when management. you're directly managing them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I tend to be very friendly. Like, I had very, I had a very good relationship with my, my like, my immediate reports, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, but I also wasn't, I wasn't 
social out media with friends. Them. I wasn't yeah. social media friends with them. I wasn't hanging out with them. Right. I liked them a lot, and some of them I think. I mean, like now that I've left, like there's at least one or two people who I like would absolutely be friends with. Mm-hmm. But when I'm managing them, I have to be careful because if you're too close with one person, those then, lines get blurred. Yeah, it blurs the lines. It makes things a little complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have found that I'm very careful about how open I am with folks Mm -hmm. and especially like as a person of color I'm especially conscious of how I act in certain circumstances and situations I have very strong opinions and I'm very passionate about them Mm -hmm. and very often I have to be very careful about how I share those opinions and also it's very difficult for me to hide how I feel about things which is absolutely a detriment in the corporate Mm -hmm. world um, it is a personal, like something I'm personally very happy with of myself. Like what you see is what you get. Like if mm-hmm. I don't like you, you will absolutely know I do not like you. Mm-hmm. If I like you, it's real clear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, or, and if I like an idea, I'm very clear, but I like an idea and vice versa. I don't really hide things well, mm-hmm. but again, in corporate environment, it makes things more complicated. Mm-hmm. But I like that about myself. But again, it makes the relationships you have to be careful with with those things. So I understand why people are like more like careful with that. I find that often though when we talk about like being aware of the people around us, like we talked about the guy from Bermuda, right? Like nobody half the people I worked with didn't know where he was from. They were like, he's Jamaican. Mm-hmm. But he's not Jamaican. I talked to him, that's how I know he's from Bermuda. We talked yes. a lot. You know what I mean? Like and I I generally will get to know people and mm-hmm. find out about who they are. And That's a good from point. At them like, not being immediate yeah. reports to you, yeah. it makes it so much easier to just yeah. be more but I f- candid. I find and- most people don't even bother with just the basic thing because you can you can keep a healthy emotional and and like distance mm-hmm. from your coworkers and employees while still knowing about them because you have to know them to manage them. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. like you have to know what they're dealing with, what their situations are, like. It was a cat I worked with who had like stuff he had to deal with at at, at home that I was conscious of, and I knew what it was, and I knew mm-hmm. what it was the situation with his family was because he was of color and I was of color too. He um, was where something where I was I was aware where there were cultural issues where he would not share certain things with the rest of everybody. It's like, well, he just doesn't talk about these things. Well, you know, there's a good reason for that. Yeah, and like he, he shouldn't be expected to talk about those things, and. Like, that is something that I think that we bring to the table with in terms of awareness. But again, when we go back to travel, it is something that affects your travel in, in significant ways. And I recently went to um, an event. It was last week. I went to an event, and it was essentially... Uh, it was hosted by a travel company, uh, an insurance company. Mm-hmm. And it was about uh, blackness abroad, but in terms of... Um, it's, uh, it's hard because I didn't find the event. A girlfriend of mine found the event and invited me to go with her. And so I was just on board with, okay, it's about travel. You're going to be there. It's not far from my job. I'll show up. Um, and what I previously was totally, it was just off my radar. They had um, an HR professional discuss, because it also touched on expats. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that don't know, that's someone that lives abroad. You yeah, live and work. People, Other, yeah. you know, um, outside of your home country. So I am aware of different complications or um, things that make travel or existence 
in general, as a person of color, difficult in other locations, but I totally, because I don't travel for work anymore, but I don't travel for work now, it just didn't cross my mind that in terms of working, there are other complications that need to be on your radar. Mm -hmm. So um, one anecdote that was brought up was a young lady had gone someplace and established a very good working relationship with co-workers and you know they saw that she did like good work and all that kind of stuff and I'm again retention is not really my thing so I'm hoping that I'm communicating the story the way it was told to me but the gist of what I understood was she didn't have any real issues with anybody in terms of work but then when it became time for the social aspect of now I'm abroad and I'm trying to make friends the uh woman uh the HR that was you know running this section of the panel was just like be aware of what your social media um uh projects because no one wanted to be her friend because they were like oh she's gonna fight you and take your man kind of thing so i don't know if it was she was gonna fight them and take their man yes that's what someone said to her was the reason why nobody wanted to be her friend someone and take their man before that's the next point that i'm getting to i don't know that it was her social media in particular that projected that image or if it was the image of black women in general so she's that a black woman people yes it. so their assumption about her yes i don't know so, yeah. if it was her social media or if it was just reality tv in general and mm. a lot of places they have no handle on what blackness is they yeah. aren't you know exposed to it um they're not as culturally immersed in it like you may have like you know maybe people in passing that you'll see. So people are like, oh, I've seen black people before, but if you don't have any experiences with black people and understand culturally yeah. how some things may be different, your perception of that culture is going to be what you see from the media. Mm-hmm. So um, wherever it was that she was, that she was working, that was their perception of her. Mm-hmm. So nobody wanted to, you know, make that next step to actually be friends with her because... Do you know what country this was? No. I, I don't well, know. You know, I have a friend who lives in Paris, right? Mm-hmm. And one thing she was telling me that one of the things that made, where it was difficult for her to make new friends there was a lot of those people knew each other since, like, elementary school. Okay. Like, they've been friends forever. And so, like, new friends are like not a thing. Squatted up. It's not. And, like, just generally being open in that way, like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. going to go out and meet people, is not a thing that everybody does everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right? That's not like, my thing. Well, it's not your thing, but, I mean, like, internationally, mm-hmm. people are not generally that friendly to outsiders. Right. right? Okay. It's like going to Boston. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like like the New England personality, and this is not everyone from New England, obviously, but like the general a- attitude of of New Englanders is if we don't know you, you're from somewhere else, you know, they're not necessarily rude. You're other. You're other. You, yeah, you're not. Other. Yeah, it doesn't mean, not even just because you're black, it's just like. We don't know you. Yeah, if you're from, if you're a, a white us. guy from Texas, they're going to be like, mm mm. You could live there for the next 30 years. Mm-hmm. And you're still kind of not really from there. And they don't really feel like that way. I mean, that's Sad. like, historically, that's the... The, uh, the New England the, the regional character. The tone. Right? Regional character. And regional character is an interesting thing because it's like different parts of the world and different places have mm-hmm. different regional characters. And it doesn't mean everybody in that place is that way. Mm-hmm. But, like, there was a book called The Italians by uh, this guy Luigi Bazzini, right? And he talks about the the national character of Italians and like specific areas of Italy and yes. how like people from the Mezzogiorno are a certain that. way and people from northern Italy are a certain way and people from Sicily are a certain way. Now, really obviously, everybody's not like that everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. But the idea that there is a historical set of behaviors and like 
character for that for that area and for that place that is entrenched in the personality of the people because what they what they see about themselves what they like about themselves like England is another place that's very interesting when you look at the national character of the English people right mm-hmm. this stiff upper lip and like you know just you know put your head down and power on through sort Straight of out, you know you know would you put your head down and do it for mother England right that sort of thing that's a relatively recent phenomenon right the mm-hmm. idea of what an Englishman was there was a time when Englishmen were thought of as like hot-blooded like how people think of of, of um, and I say people I mean like the general stereotypical yes. belief of like places like 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 Latin Latin um, mm-hmm. countries right like hot-blooded Latins right or like you know, wild Italians, right? Like passionate Italians, like oh, oh no, yeah. you know, that's an Italian. That's what they'll those, tell you their disposition. But that 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 idea of that regional character of Italians was mm-hmm. what people thought of the regional character character of um, England was of English people were like they were hot blooded. They would always get in fights, like for centuries. That's what the people thought about English people, right? Like they were just they they were always like having sex and getting into fights and things. That's what English people did. And this concept of this British character, stiff upper lip and, like, you know, keep your, like, you know, don't... Yeah, all that's a relatively new phenomenon. And when I say relatively new, I mean, it's still, like, a couple hundred years of it, but it's not... Considering the extensiveness But the point is, is that national character and regional character is something that is something... is something that is entrenched in the community based on for a number of factors, right? For a number of reasons, like it's something they identify with, it's something they connect with, it's something that's you know, usually there's there's some part of it, there's something about being American. People think about Americans, Americans are whatever, like they don't like to follow rules and they do this or that. Uh, very self centered. Mar- Americans are stupid American. Them. The stupid American stereotype, right? Doesn't mean every American is stupid, but is there is something there, mm-hmm. right? And so you have to deal with that. That reality that there's an assumption yes, that's going to be made about you. Be aware you of that in because the different areas you are that you different, go. right? Because you are not from there, they're going to make an assumption about you based on like we talk about Germans. Oh, they're very efficient. They're very efficient and kind of weird sometimes, but you know they're Germans and that's what they do, mm-hmm. right? It's what it is. It's like mm-hmm. you have to deal with those things and like there are stereotypes that are out there about people of color and I don't I say people of color. What I specifically mean is black people. Black people, yes. Right? There are stereotypes that are bound about black people. When I've traveled. There haven't been that many places where I felt uncomfortable. Um, the place where I felt most uncomfortable was actually Amsterdam. Mm. Um, I was there this past year, too, which I, I know I left that off the list, too. But I was in Amsterdam briefly, and I felt really awkward. And I don't think it's because... Were you there for work? Yeah, I was, well, I was traveling through there, right? So okay. I was like, I was there, and I don't necessarily... I didn't necessarily feel awkward because I was black. It's I felt uncomfortable because I think they thought I was Arab. Okay. And there's a lot of Islamophobia throughout parts of Europe mm-hmm. that, you know, you have to deal with if you, like, we talked about it briefly before about looking vaguely racially ambiguous. That's a thing where you have to be concerned about that mm-hmm. if you do, because there are real, there are people who, like, don't necessarily love black people, but they really hate Arabs. Mm-hmm. They really hate Muslims. And so you have to be conscious about that when you move in those places, right? And mm-hmm. so, like, that's something I worry about when I travel in Europe all the time, mm-hmm. right? Um, in Spain, it wasn't so bad. Um, uh, but, yeah, that's it was Amsterdam was the one place I was like, people keep looking at me weird, and I don't like it, and I don't feel comfortable here. Right. Um, whereas, like, France was amazing. Mm-hmm. Loved France. I have but, no desire for France. 
Have you been friends? No. It's well, yes, I was in all the terms. But okay. it was just like you spent a couple of hours in this one little city. It was cool. You do I mean the food was trash, but it was beautiful. South France is kind of an amazing place to be. Paris was amazing. I've heard food is great amazing. things, but I've and also tell you heard this, trash. I went there in 08 for the first time and I went there for work. Um so I was like wandering around and like, you know, at night because I was working during the day. Mm-hmm. But man, Parisians were like because this is right when Obama was coming in. And oh. they were like, Obama! Yeah. They were like, oh, Obama! <laughs> and it was super helpful. And they uh, they also thought I was French because I, I knew French from high school. Okay. Like, But not well. So I speak a little bit of French. Mm-hmm. That's, like me in, that's like me and Spanish. But they were like, oh, your Coquito. accent is really good. They okay, were like, so your they accent is really good. Willing to, and see, that's yeah. one of the things that I'd heard about French people is that they're very they dismissive like you if you try. of you if you... Yeah. Don't especially if you don't try, but well, also if you, if you came don't to know America any and French. you didn't try to, you didn't know any English, and you weren't trying to speak any English. People like you know you might be more accommodating, but um, yeah, a lot of I'm people just, would be like, "That's one of the here, things man. that you drives me crazy about." They would say that in a Crazy about Americans is that this place is such a fucking melting. I mean, I don't know, it's such a melting. See now I got you of, doing it too, right? Yeah, yeah. as you should. You know, yeah. like you curse for her, I'm not gonna curse. Right, see, yo, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, but it's such a melting pot here, especially New York City. Yeah. This isn't upstate New York. Yeah, this but you're here in America. Like, you still got to gotta know one of the two languages of America, which is English and Spanish. Okay, you but know a lot one of people the two. Are, feel, feel so strongly against people that even that speak Spanish. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's just like, Those oh, speak stupid, English in, Ameri- in America. Those blah, people blah, blah. are stupid, It's just though. like, yo, come this on, let not, go. Because if you go someplace else and somebody's not speaking English, they say English, speak English in America in Texas. They say stuff like that in Texas. Which they say it was here as well, and Mexico. it drives me crazy. Yeah, they say it here too. But there's I, a lot of stupid people in the world. Yes, it's there are, you have and to I don't like interacting with them. However, um, one of the other things that the young lady from the HR uh, on the HR aspect of the panel brought up was um, how you identify. Mm-hmm. If you um, you know identify anywhere on the spectrum outside of a cisgendered whatever you yeah. uh, necessarily appear, if you yeah. will. Um, it can be very difficult for you to um, decide whether or not you want to take job assignments because there are plenty mm. of places in the world where homosexuality is just illegal, yeah. punishable by death, punishable by uh, incarceration, just whatever extreme of it they want to go. Yeah. So, I mean, these are things that I was like aware of, but it just didn't connect as being a thing for um, travelers in terms of taking work assignments as mm. well. Like, it just wasn't on my radar because it's not something yeah. that I had to worry about. But um, I just found it very fascinating um, to have another pocket of, yeah. you know, travel um, awareness brought to my attention. I'm staring at this water bottle and... Oh, my swell bottle? Yeah. Why do you... I just... I love my swell bottle. Why? Why do I love it? Well, I get that you can refill it wherever you go. You go to a water fountain, you fill it up. You no, can travel through TSA when it's Time empty. That's the best part about it. And why you get the larger version? This is like a, like know, a liter? 36 ounce one, right? Well, it's that's more 20, than this. It's 24. And this it's is about 23 and 7. A pint. It's, it's 24 ounces, right? Yes. So 23.7 ounces. So this one here is 36 ounces. And it's great because you know you get this. A lot of a lot of airports have smart water bottles, right? You go get smart water bottle. It's bigger than this. 
It's bigger than 24 inches. And 24 this is ounces. a uh, sport cap yeah, pulling like spring, a pull spring that he's thing. referring you can to. Show it to, to, to the, if you're watching on Facebook Live, bigger than you that. can see. But it just perfectly fits into this bottle. And usually that's the only water that's cold when you get to the airport, too, because I like cold water. Everybody I like, don't like cold water. water. Well, you probably find you don't need this bottle for the is room there temperature. there one or two going? But. Okay. Like, you don't, you don't need this thing for that, right? But. Um, okay. Thank you. But I like cold water when I go someplace, like, often my throat will bother me. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I'm traveling someplace, I get, you know, you go to Spain, you get these, they, like, the resorts, whatever, they give you, like, a blue. Uh, water like like blue uh, water like uh, agua agua sin gas, so agua with no no gas in it, mm-hmm. no bu- no bubbles, um, or con gas with gas. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get the one. I get that. I put it in a little little fridge, or if I get it with fresh and cold, I pour it right into the bottle, and so I can sit next to the bed stand and I have cold water all night. Not have to worry about it so much. I don't have to refill it as much. It's great. Like I just it's something I carry around water. with me everywhere. I'm cool I with go. a regular bottle of water that I can just. Well, toss. I mean, that's, and that's great, but like I don't like to waste the bottles too much if I can, and if I have to waste the bottles, at least I have this one to keep it. I don't have to drink the whole thing right away. If it gets warm, well, you know, I mean, also it it's just a matter of the TSA thing. Mm-hmm. You don't fit. Well, no, you're dumping the water regardless. Irregardless yeah. of no, it's regardless. Yeah, irregardless isn't a word, is it? Well. It's complicated. It's one of those, like, It's complicated. Irregardless is complicated. Irregardless actually does have meaning, and language is generally dynamic. Um, There's this woman, uh, Elizabeth, who talks about this on social media all the time. We argue about uh, literally. (laughs) We argue about the word literally. We've argued about the word literally in the past. We have not argued about it in a while, but she was just talking about irregardless the other day. Mm -hmm. Um, Shout out to Elizabeth. Elizabeth uh, on Twitter as at... E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H. We don't have to give her a shout out if she's arguing with you. We don't have to do all of that. No, no, she's great. She actually does this work with um in Denver, um, mm-hmm. with uh like paying uh, bonds for uh okay. for people in who've been in prison before like pretrial. Um like to just like to I can't remember I think it's like, like Denver bail, yeah like to, bail, to pay like, like she raises money and pays their cash bail for them got it so people aren't just sitting in jail right just for they can't stupid convictions yeah well, people, well not even convictions yeah, because for, they're charged exactly people stay in jail because they can't afford to Absolutely. not be in jail which is I a ridiculous very reason much to don't jail. Know these things. the only reason you should be have a like you should be jailed before trial is be, if you're a flight risk mm-hmm. and if you're not a flight risk if you're just a poor person there's no reason for you to be in jail for no reason. You know, especially if you haven't been convicted, that's, I mean, honestly, I believe it's a violation of uh, constitutional rights, but, you know. We've gone down so many rabbit holes. Yeah. But so this the, swell bottle, swell bottle I just feel I like love. it takes up so much space, and it's just it can, clunky but and cleaning again, the inside. If you have the, small, the smaller one, if you get that bag, the 511 tactical bag, it fits perfectly into the pocket of the 511 bag mm-hmm, on the side. Okay. Um, and the other side, you put a little umbrella on the other side. But... A bigger one fits in the bag. I mean, you could fit a full day's worth of clothes or two days worth of clothes almost into into the technical bag. So this is I not really a problem. Probably three days worth of clothes into a bag because you're again, a little person. Yes, we've we've established you're you're a, you're a little lady. Well, what so, else was on your list? Did we get um, everything on your I list? I think that's almost everything on the list. I think the other thing I want to talk about was um, well, we talked about braided cords briefly, like. Uh, like your lightning cord. Okay. Like the thing about the... So you need to have stuff that's all using the same kind of chargers. 
So you either micro USB or a lightning cord. The Beats X has a lightning cord adapter. So that you not have you don't so have you do, so thirteen different chargers. So you just need the same chargers. one for your phone that you use for the thing, mm-hmm. and for the for most of the headphone sets, they use a micro USB adapter. Some I think are, are that's like an Android charger, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's micro USB. It's not it's not Android specific, but like you of know, course you not. For, but I'm, that's yeah. what I associate with yeah. it. Like if I'm looking for a charger for my battery pack, yeah, I know it's, it's a micro I USB generally cord. have it, yeah. the one for it, but I just, okay, well, so it's an old Android. There's micro oh. USB, there's mini USB, there's USB, and there's USB-C, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, micro USB is the one that we all use for our phone, for Android phones and for, mm-hmm. you know, Beat Studio and Beat Solo and, you know, the Sony, which I've heard really good things about the Sony headphones. Mm-hmm. Um really good but I mean they're super expensive as are the other ones um, and I've heard good things about the Bose ones but I generally don't trust Bose just cause really? well I mean I haven't heard that Bose is really that good at sound stuff like I've this, heard so the they exact opposite they really the have a really good marketing team and they okay. have been marketed very well over the years but that's not really what they do the best okay which is they do marketing the best hmm. like sound is usually mediocre for most of the Bose systems and you know, I'm not an expert in that stuff. My dad is really, really into into that stuff, so he knows more about it than I do. But he likes his Sony stuff, so that's mm-hmm. you know I why you trust it more so. Yeah, I mean, it's like he's he was a photographer, so he's also very much an Nikon guy as opposed to Canon. Okay, um, but they give you different looks and feels. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I he was always very into like consumer reports and researching stuff and things like Got that. It. So I'm kind of very similar in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Sony headphones have been super well rated everywhere you go. They're like every every like different review source is like these are the best ones you can get. So my next set of wireless headphones will probably be that. Except I think that Apple's supposed to be coming out with a set of wireless cans at some point, like over ear ones, in addition to a new AirPod. So that means nothing to me. I, I well. do see the purpose in having a wireless only because like when I'm trying to charge my phone. Hmm. It sucks to not be able to, you know, charge yeah. and listen at yeah. the same time. That's the only real reason that I would want. Um, do you use like wireless. a streaming service? I use Spotify. Okay, so you um, have Spotify. like, do you download the Spotify playlist? Yes. So yeah, I have like a really big Spotify playlist that I for traveling. And I download all, all the mm-hmm. songs for it. I download uh, lots yeah. of different albums. I yeah. download. Um, spe- I try to keep especially like my radio saves. Mm-hmm. Can, like um, update it with being downloaded if I know even that there's something that I'm interested in listening to or if I find um, a radio station that's just got a lot of stuff on it that I like I'll try to well, you can't really download the radio stations but <laughs> I tend to it would to, be difficult yes I tend to save when I like something and yeah. I try to you know but especially before I leave I'm very cognizant to check to make sure that at least something that I know I want to listen to yeah. while I'm there. So same with podcasts. I listen to a lot of different podcasts, so I try to make sure at least for that week or what I'm up to is downloaded and ready to go because it's the absolute pain in the ass to be someplace where you don't have yeah, a connection and then you're yeah. you're screwed That's knowing like you started something. Even like when I'm on my commute to work yeah. or from work, it sucks when I'll start listening to something, but then like I lose service, I lose a signal, and it just won't keep playing. This reminded me, did we talk about power chargers at all? No. All right. So one thing I've noticed too is like certain places, like certain countries, whatever your mm-hmm. like your phone battery will run out a lot faster if you have your Wi-Fi and, and Bluetooth and okay. everything on. And I always have my Bluetooth on because I have a, a smartwatch, mm-hmm. like I have a Samsung smartwatch. Um, 
and I have Tile, like a okay. like a little tracking. Bluetooth tracking device for my keys and stuff. Um, so like Bluetooth is always on no matter what. Mm-hmm. So my batteries tend to die a lot faster. Like so, I, when I went to Florence, my battery was like kept falling off a cliff. Like, it just, <laughs> like every every few minutes, so it would, it would die again. So I had to buy a. I bought a, like a Mopi charger. Mm-hmm. I don't really like the chargers that are like you know you can buy it where it's built into the, your case. Mm-hmm. Um, into your like suitcase, <clears throat> like the way bags and stuff like that. But okay, um, I don't really like that that much. And so when I was looking for a new suitcase, I definitely didn't get that kind of bag. Um, in part because it takes up extra space in the case. Okay. So that you packing can use it. That I need packing space shoes. I need for my big ass shoes. Yes. And so, um, so I need all the packing space I can get, especially with a smaller carry on bag. Um, and I also like to be able to carry like you know the little the little thing with me. So if I if I had a case that was um, built onto this case, it would be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would also like a case that is um, I like just like the separate power brick where I can plug a couple yeah. things into it at the same time too. I think so mine nice. only has two ports. Yeah, I mean, but I even two so. ports is nice. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. especially if you have one that's like a super like a fast charging port. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think Anchor has some really good ones that are available okay. on on um, Amazon. Amazon. Anchor does a lot of like good charging things, so I have a really great Anchor like braided cord for my like like uh, lightning cord. And you believe in third party cords? Depending on the company, okay. Anchor is really good. Is really 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 good, and I've had that charging cord for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, every like some of those companies are just churning things out in their trash, but like that anchor company say is like A N K E R. Okay. Um, it's I don't know who owns it. It could be like like some Asian company. I think is is what it is. But it's like they make really great products. Um, there is a like a USB C to Lightning cord out there somewhere. So if you have like a, one of the newer MacBooks. It's good to have one of those, but it's. I don't think Anchor makes them. I don't know who they are. I just have seen them before because I was looking for other USB C uh, um, products, but I didn't buy one because okay. I, I went back to my old MacBook, um, which is like the 2015 one with the regular USB cords in it. So. And I'd heard that um, like the 2014, 2015, just regular ass MacBook Pro was like the best one on the, like somebody, well, no, was it 2015? It, I might be lying. I'd have to hit David up. It's, it's really complicated because they're much heavier mm-hmm. than the newer ones. And they're not, I think the newer ones, you can get up to 32 gigabytes of RAM in it, um, where you could only get up to 16 in the old ones. Um, and the 2000, like an 11 And the 2015 ones. 2015 was the last of the old body style. It's okay. like it's like talking about maximums, right? Like you have the yeah. like, maximum was like the ninety four was the old maximum body type, and then you had ninety five was the the new maximum body type, and now it's like a whole new thing. But mm-hmm. um, probably before you were born. So like, nah. ha ha. No, but um, but the MacBook Pro, like the twenty fifteen, is great because it has a U- it has a regular USB ports and it has a HDMI connector in it. Oh, but okay. but. Well, what would you it's do? It's small. Were you connected to, to the TV? your TV or to a, a, mm-hmm. um, a monitor or whatever? Do else? you have a um, a Fire Stick? No. Okay. See, I that's one thing. I would. I keep forgetting to bring with me when I, I would, travel places. I would take a Roku but, stick instead. So why? I don't like the Fire Stick. I don't like the Amazon stuff because I don't want them watching everything I'm watching. So I'm very mm-hmm. conscious about who has access to my data, right? Okay. And I, I can't keep everyone from having it, which I was asking you at one point, I think before we got on air about um about your you having Messenger on your phone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like Facebook so messenger. messenger Facebook Messenger is the issue, but WhatsApp is also part of that whole system. Mm-hmm. 
they're mining a lot of data, right? Mm. But so I use a Roku because it's platform agnostic. I can have Amazon Prime on there. I can have Hulu. I can have Netflix. I can have whatever else. I have Plex running through mm-hmm. my through my Roku as well. Um, you know, I can do all that. Roku has a stick that's really cheap that you can also use the same way you use an Amazon stick, okay. a Fire Stick. Um, I don't have it running with um, what's it called? I don't have it running like uh, Cody. I don't know if mm-hmm. you know what Cody yeah. is, but I don't have it running Cody. I used to use Cody a lot more. I don't really use it anymore. I used it way back in the days when it's XMBC. Plex is an offshoot of that, but it it just stopped using it. Someone like, is yeah. Like, I was I was deep into the cord yeah, cutting is world. in loving is all of this. But again, I'm thinking of a specific coworker that. Yeah. was telling me about Cody and was explaining to me why he doesn't use Cody because of all the access that it is. He was saying something like there are no restrictions on it because of essentially what it is that it does. And it just, then he was talking about in your router, this, and then this is the problem. And he's some just very, those, Some of those apps on Cody can be used to then access you, what yes. you're doing on there. Um, so you can, I just, it'll have but that's not why I stopped everything. using it. I just stopped using it because I didn't need to. Like I, with, with Netflix, YouTube TV, Oh, you pay um, for yours? I pay for YouTube TV because YouTube. I, I had Hulu Live, and um, YouTube like it always stop with like sports things because there'd be too many streams on it. Okay. YouTube TV is just they're much better at managing the number of streams, like the number, like they're man, better at managing large scale video. Okay. Um, than Hulu has been. So like you don't get choppiness. It doesn't really slow down very much. Mm-hmm. It's usually like good quality, like most of the time. And like, you get like regular television, like certain regular television channels or something you get, like that. Yeah, you get regular television channels. You get like pretty much everything. There's certain things you don't get, like you don't get MTV or anything like that. But, um, but you get most things. I mean, you get TNT, TBS. And this is exactly why I canceled cable because all I was watching was MSNBC. TNT. I don't watch that. Well, I was saying, watching you get, like a lot of stuff. TNT, USA, FX, and like you get Spike. FX on there. You get. Because yeah. all I was watching was stuff that I watch on Hulu now. Yeah. Or what I was well, you, watching you on Netflix. On Hulu. Hulu has Hulu Live if you want to click yeah. on that. That's fine, too. I don't need um, live TV. It gives you HGTV and some other things that, that, that YouTube mm-hmm. TV doesn't get. We have HBO through Hulu as well. Okay. Um, but I'm thinking about getting, uh, what is it, Showtime? What's the Jesus Mar- Oh, you, you don't know. I do know. Who, why would I not know who but they are? But you said you don't do podcasts at all. But I know who they are. I'm not oh, ignorant. Excuse me. Like, You'd be outside. And I'm part of the American culture. The, like, I am still, like... You Twitter. Yeah. You, you tweet, so... I, yes, I, t- I Twitter. I Twitter-y. You Twitter. I Twitter. I Twitter sometimes. I can't think... I tweets. I, I twits. The, Twitter doesn't resonate with me anymore. That's fine. It just doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I but I I knew. But yeah, I'm thinking of getting Showtime because five dollars. I think it's amazing that they moved the needle that much to get people to get Showtime because a lot of people was like Showtime. Why would I get that? I don't even know what else is on Showtime. There's some good stuff on Showtime. House of Lies was on there. Um, this new uh, Black Black Monday is on there. The Don Cheadle shows. Okay. Um. He's really great on there. There's some other good stuff on. I heard Billions was very good. See, my thing is I don't watch shows Um, in production. Okay. So. You have a lot of rules around your viewing habits, but I will say it's amazing that they've moved the needle so much. Mm-hmm. People are like, yo, I'm about to get Showtime. Yeah. Yo, what you? I'm about to get Showtime. I'm just gonna watch Jesus Meryl. I'm watching. That's it. all I would really. You know why? Because the brand is strong. Yes. <laughs> you know, people are gonna be on there, right? So, like, yeah. I think that's amazing. I think it says a lot about their pull, like what they've mm-hmm. created. You know, I mean, 
funny as all hell, right? Mm -hmm. But they've created this thing that is even larger than I think anybody. I mean, maybe they knew how big it was going to be, but I don't think anybody in TV really had like knew what it could be. Right. And they built this and moved it. They were like, oh, we're at the, we're at Vice. Vice ain't acting right. We moving to another thing. And people are like, I'm about to get Showtime now. Like they weren't gonna get Showtime before. Like what nobody like all the money Showtime puts into programming. Right. And these dudes are, are what it took. It'd be like people are like, yeah, I'm gonna get Showtime. I think that's impressive. Very true. And they should be applauded for that. That's amazing. So round of applause. Actual applause. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, there's a metaphorical applause, but yeah. And that exactly. was an actual. Little yeah, it was real applause. applause. That's good. Yeah. You can maybe audio Great. in some applause. Yeah. Oh, we can maybe audio in some of <laughs> It helps when you talk closer to the mic, I think. When I understand. She's too comfortable. All right, so where can the people find you on your... Uh, do you want people to find you? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm on all the social medias. At uh, Santa Gatti. It's S-A-N-T-A-G-A-T-I. Like Santa, like Santa Claus, and then G-A-T-I. Um, my website, SantaGatti.com. Mm-hmm. If someone wants uh, you to creatively direct... Yeah, if you need a website built or you need design or you need I strategy, you do that. I do everything, man. I'm I'm a magical negro. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, like whatever you need, let me know. Like uh, it's like Twitter's at Santa Gotti, Instagram's at Santa Gotti. Pretty much everything is at Santa Gotti. So easy to find. You know, don't stalk me. <laughs> but it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being on. Uh, it's been amazing. The like, this is my very first podcast. podcast. It's pretty dope, man. Like it's it's really cool. It's nice to see you again. And it wasn't it's like great. see the, yeah. the travel and shit is popping. Travel is about that. I realize my mom can't watch this. Can't listen to this podcast. Oh, because because all the cursing. Yeah, anymore. I don't curse over my mama. So. Oh well, my mama she watches. Yeah. She knows I curse. Hey girl, hi mama. Well, that's between y'all, but I don't curse it from my mama. Yeah, so, so thank you for being on the show. <laughs> um, guys, if you have any questions or if you have any um, considerations, recommendations, and all of the kind of jazz, definitely send an email. What's up? If you want, like you have your Facebook page, right? My personal Facebook page, yeah. All right, so your first personal Facebook page for the, and you had the podcast on the, on the personal Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So I can give you links to the products that we talked about. Okay. That I mean, we don't get any money off of this, but you should build one of those Amazon. Um, yeah, I'm not doing all that. What do you call? What's the list? Yeah. Oh, you got a partner page? Mm-hmm. Oh well, shoot. Now I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Shoot but yeah, some I really advocate for the stuff I use because I really use the things. Like, right. I, I was just gonna give you the link. Send me the link for that. Yeah. Nope. Get you an affiliate right, page. Well, That's what it was. I'll figure that out and I will. I will set that up and, and we go live Thursday. Give you all the things. Okay. Bet. So, um, we will have links. For you, if you have any uh, questions or anything for uh, us over here at Travel and Shit, uh, send an email to travelandshit at gmail.com. It's T-R-A-V-E-L, the letter N-S-H-I-T, uh, podcast, actually. It's travelandshitpodcast at gmail.com. Um, on the Instagrams, it's travelandshit underscore. Um, holler at us there. Do a lot of uh, posting uh, in reference to uh, current episodes, past travels, Etc. Etc. So thank you for listening, guys, and I will see you, motherfuckers, next week. Bye.